You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. You know, when Christchurch gets something between its teeth, it really makes a meal of it, doesn't it? One example would be the stoush that happened, think back, the stoush that happened when the University of Canterbury thought it might build a new music school building at the Arts Centre. That was pre-earthquake, but man alive, that really got people's knickers in a twist. And the, the latest example is the stoush over the so-called temporary cycleway on Rolleston Avenue Park Terrace in the centre of Christchurch. The stretch of road, you know where it is, that goes from the Antigua boat sheds, past the museum, past Christ's College, past the George Hotel, up to Salisbury Street, which is an absolutely nutbar arrangement, which all started when the City Council Transport people got a bit concerned about cyclists and pedestrians being put at risk by the development work going on at the Canterbury Museum. And so they thought that closing a lane of traffic, turning it into a cycleway and making that stretch of road one lane instead of two was the answer. And with the museum redevelopment thing being quite a long-term project, it meant that the so-called temporary cycleway would be in place for five years, which had the mayor and a couple couple of other councillors thumping the table, claiming they knew nothing about it. Remember Phil Major accused his council staff of running amok? and said they needed to be reined in. They were, they were his actual words. They were running amok and they needed to be reined in. He also described his transport staff as the anti-car brigade. Again, that's another direct quote from the mayor, the anti-car brigade. Uh, Councillor Aaron Kewen, Councillor James Goff, they weren't happy either, all of them claiming they didn't know a thing about it or thought they were going to be asked again whether they wanted it or not before it actually happened. There has been some confusion or uh, even dispute on that front, though, because other councillors have been quick to point out or were quick to point out that the report that went to councillors made it very clear that it was going to happen and that it was going to be there for five years as a temporary measure. I've got to get a dictionary, look up the meaning of temporary, five years, temporary. There's also been a lot of noise at council headquarters about the mayor and James Goff and Aaron Kewen breaching their code of conduct, which says councillors must not publicly criticise council staff. And I know for a fact that the mayor and those councillors got a good ticking off from the head of the transport unit for shooting their mouths off in public and accusing her staff of being sneaky, as they did. They said they were sneaky and running amok and needed to be reined in. And I reckon it's fair to say that their tales, uh, these are the tales of the Mayor, James Goff and Aaron Kewen, I think it's fair to say that their tales have been well and truly between their legs ever since because they know that they were probably heading towards some sort of personal grievance being laid against them if they didn't pull their heads in. Either way, the council then put the thing out for consultation. They love how they do that. They, they build it and then they consult. And it gave the Waipapa Papanui Innes Central Community Board the job of listening to all the pros and cons and coming up with a recommendation for the council to make a final decision on. So yesterday, the board sat through seven hours of submissions and presentations. And even though I think the setup on Park Terrace is ridiculous, even though I think it is nutbar, that temporary cycleway, the way they've done it, it sounds to me like some of the people opposed to the cycleway said some pretty crazy over-the-top things yesterday. One guy wouldn't sit down, wouldn't even sit down when he spoke, because he was there to tell them. And there's a photo of him in the paper this morning really letting rip. And then a a well-known local property developer told community board members yesterday that Christchurch has been taken over by cyclists. (laughs) That is absolute nonsense. 
If that's a takeover, I don't know what is. Nevertheless, I think the community board has got it wrong. And I can't see how it thinks the pop-up cycleway is the best way to make things safer for everybody while the museum redevelopment work is done. As others have pointed out, and let me point it out again, there is so much wide footpath in that area that it would be easy for cyclists and pedestrians to share. There's also the grass verge. That could have very easily been turned into a separate cycle lane if that's what the council transport staff wanted to have. But oh no. They had to go and take away a traffic lane, turn it into a cycle lane. And after weighing up the pros and cons and hearing the views of those for and against yesterday, the local community board agrees, reckons it's a great idea. And is going to be recommending to the council that it stay as it is. With one exception though. And that's taking away the bus stop that at the moment is in the middle of the road and putting it closer to the footpath. Now that little change, by the way, is going to cost the council an extra $150,000. So far, let's do a check on the costs. So far, it's spent 550000 on the project. So once the bus stop changes are made, it will have cost us 700000 all up. $700,000 on a nutbar idea that, as far as I'm concerned, is way over the top and unnecessary when you consider the other ways it could have achieved the exact same thing. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.